0: Today's episode of Betcha's Brides
1: is presented by Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids dresses and soon bridal gowns. They have gowns for every budget and body type. They go up to size 28. Uh, Freestyling services to help brides and bridesmaids design their bridal party look. Everybody's assigned a real stylist who will work with them for months, even years, leading up to her wedding. Brideside delivers peace of mind and happiness during one of the most memorable and stressful moments of your life. So visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in New York, Chicago, or Charlotte. Happy huntings!
0: Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast. A show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life.
1: What's up, Betches? Welcome back to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today I've got the bride of all brides, well, brides to be, I should say, JoJo Fletcher. Hey, girl. Hi. In case you don't know, and you're a fool if you don't, she's the star of The Bachelorette, host of the new CNBC show, Cash Pad, and uh, engaged to hottie Patati Jordan Rogers. Girl, I am so excited to talk to you. I
2: know. I this is my first. I feel like Betch's appearance. I don't know why it's taking me so long. I'm popping
1: your cherry. Okay, so <laughs> you. This is the, so we have tons of audience questions for you because you have a lot of fans. There's a there's a bit of Betch's uh, JoJo overlap here, and also <laughs> you just recently uh, picked like the year that you were going to get married in. Is, I'm I'm correct in saying that, right? Mm-hmm. You are correct. Yeah. I
2: mean, we've been engaged for three years. And I feel like people have been so annoyed with how long (laughs) it's taken us. And every year, I feel like I let everyone down with the answer of, you know, we don't know yet. And, you know, just recently, we've decided that it's time to set the date. And so um, it's spring or summer of 2020. We're basically just waiting on which venue we want to secure and
1: the dates that are available. So Spring and summer of next year, girl. Thank you for giving us a date. Finally, we've all been waiting with bated breath. <laughs> um, I have to ask you. So, how many venues is it? Is it uh, narrowed down to?
2: So we actually next week we're going. I'm I'm actually going to try on my dresses a couple of days before I'm even going to look at our venues. We we just finished filming, you know, Cash Pad. And we've been crazy busy. Yeah. So I have like two weeks of downtime for myself and jordan has like two days of downtime before football season starts so i'm shoving everything in two days and we're going to go see five venues do you want to tell us areas you don't have to yeah no i don't care um we are looking in california great so we, we live in dallas and i don't know if that's really called a destination wedding since like jordan's family's in california i have a lot of family in california
1: But I guess it kind of is. Is that a destination wedding? I would say I think the the rule of thumb here at Betch's Brides is if you don't live there, then technically, yes, it's a destination. But I mean, you're kind of at like a 50-50 destination, though, because like half of the people that you're going to be inviting live there anyway. So it's actually probably more convenient for them than Dallas. It's
2: 100 percent is. So in my mind, I'm
1: like, destination, we're going to go to Italy. No, that's not (laughs) happening. And and why, why? Why not like a destination in Italy wedding? It's just like not even
2: doable. I, I feel like it, it's, A, it would be really hard for our guests, I think. And I think because we're not planning on having a super intimate wedding, I think it would be really difficult. And I don't want to put that expense on people. You know, it's kind of like this weird thing where I feel like when you invite someone to an event and it's financially really difficult to get to, Yeah, it almost puts this like burden on them. You kind of feel weird. And so, I don't know. I don't even want to deal with that. And I also don't even feel like we have the time
1: to pull that off. So you're a considerate bride. I'm what? You're a considerate bride. I appreciate that. Thank, thank you. I mean, most brides are like, it's the me, 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 me day. And here you are like worrying about people's hairfare. I have no, to say I, I, I care about my peace. <laughs> okay. So we got a question from at Nina underscore doll. She said, yes, she's my absolute fave about you. Uh, ask her why okay. she has had such a long engagement. What are the pros to having one?
2: Ooh, okay, great question. Um, I will be straight up and tell you that if Jordan and I were to have gotten off the show engaged and started planning a wedding right after, we probably would not have made it. It yeah. probably would have ended up in divorce. And I hate saying that because that's something I never would ever want for my life. But I truly do think that if we were to have taken that route and kind of rode out that high and jumped right into it, it wouldn't have been good for us. And so... I feel like we've been very honest with how difficult our first year was. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's crazy. You meet somebody on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and you're in you know, this whirlwind romance, and you're on a high. You come off, and, and you think that you totally know this person. But in all honesty, you really don't. And so you really start to almost date that person again off the show. So mm-hmm. for us, the three years was exactly what we needed. The first year was very tough. But we learned a lot. We grew a lot. And so I would say our second year was a good year for us because we finally got over this like crazy, tumultuous first year. Second year was really good. Third year, you know, we completely grew and we obviously know each other and we know we know like we totally know. So I think it's just personal.
1: You got to We had to go through it. You know, I we, have to say, we had to say I'm a well, I'm a fan of your YouTube series and you guys are so awesome honest and i love that because you really you guys are the show was just really catalyst to get you guys together like you guys were both there for the right reasons that's very clear so the fact you guys had a three-year engagement i have to say i respect it because it's like a real it's a real relationship and you're doing the things that real people need to do to make things work
2: totally and you know what people it's so funny you remember when that like face app thing came out where it turned everyone old yes jordan posted this photo and it was us really old and it was like when people think that we'll end up finally end up getting married. And it just made me laugh because it's like, is three years that long when you when you only have known somebody for
1: three years also? No, it's <laughs> it's it's not, it's totally logical. But we live in an insane world where we want people to like <laughs> rush everything. But I mean I love I'm here for long engagement. I would love to be engaged for the rest of my life. Like once I get engaged to my girlfriend, that's it. Like I wanna be like, let's just stay engaged forever. <laughs> Sorry. I love I love being a fiance. It's, I'll say that I love it. Right, being on fiance. Okay, so speaking of fiance, um, at Zoe uh, Kirschenbaum says, "Did Jordan repropose?" Ooh, no, he didn't re-pro- repropose. That's a hard word to say.
2: Re-propo- repropose. repropose. <laughs> anyway, um, no, he had, and I always kind of wondered, but you know what? This is what I think it is. I think that because the proposal on the show, you know, at one point it almost didn't happen on the show because Jordan had said he was like, "Unless this is one hundred percent where we are both at, mm-hmm. I I don't want to do it for the sake of this TV show, and I won't."
1: Yeah, and, he, he he almost walked off the
2: set and said like, "I'll yeah. see you after," right? Yeah, because I think there was this whole thing with producers not really letting him talk to my parents again after they met, and he had finally gotten to the place where you know he was ready. Obviously, in his mind, he felt like I was also in the right place to do the proposal. But my parents had already left, and so he felt like producers were like, "What's the sh- the saying? Strong arm, or sh- I don't know the phrases. Anyways, strong, yeah, strong arm, a strong arm harming him. him. Yeah. And so he basically told him, "Listen, I will walk. I'll leave the show, and I'll tell JoJo that." You know, we can do this after, but I'm not going to do it just for the sake of a TV show. I so, mean,
1: JoJo, to be a fly on the wall during those conversations, I would pay a bajillion dollars. He has such cojones. I I oh, so love that. The biggest cojones. I mean, <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I would be very anxious during conversations like that. And we're so different in that way. Oh, um, my
1: gosh. But
2: I think because, obviously, that meant so much to both of us and we weren't doing it for the sake of the show, that it was a true proposal, right? Right. It, it wouldn't have been any different except for not having cameras there. So um, he has not done that. Who's to say he maybe won't? I don't know. We're getting times almost
1: up before the wedding, but we'll see. So speaking of the wedding, how far along are you guys in the wedding planning process? Girlfriend, not far. (laughs) That's okay. I can help you. I can answer. I'll, I'll be your like a wedding gopher if you need help. I'm an expert. I feel like I'm totally
2: doing it backwards. I didn't even realize that, Sometimes your dress can take up to, like, 9,
1: 10 months, like, a crazy long time. Can I give you a piece of advice? Yes. Pick the dress first. I mean, venue and dress, like, they can go hand in hand. But, like, I'm telling you, the dress, I tried on 150 wedding dresses, and oh, I God. ended up right back at square one with the very first one. So, so
2: funny, because I that, I am doing it. I, I, have some, I, I have no clue what kind of dress I want. So I'm going to go in there totally... I don't know what looks good on me. I don't know what I want. So it might be a really long day, but I'm doing that first. And then two days later, we're going to look at venues.
1: Oh my God. Um, do you know the designer that you're going to be going with for the wedding dress? N- Not a clue. I Not have a no clue. clue.
2: <laughs> I love like, that. Like that. Just,
1: your bride chilla.
2: Like, did you have bride chilla? I love it. Am I supposed to go in there with all sorts of like,
1: detail like i I don't think i don't feel prepared no you no no i mean i tried on from like pretty pretty princess to like like sleek and sexy bride i mean just try it all on see what like just feels like you and then that's the direction you start to go in and the people that are going to be helping you're going to be like majorly like expertise in this section so
2: one thing that i do know though about the dress is i want to feel like it is my wedding day i don't want a dress that i feel like i could wear to some
1: white party gala you know what I mean like totally. I want it to feel truly bridal are we thinking like a big train like like a princessy ball They're gown awesome. like I love that but who knows how good that looks on me I don't know girl everything looks good on you uh, we'll see but thank you <laughs> you're welcome um so we have a question also from at Lauren Soros When are you getting married? We answer that. uh, Spring, summer 2020. Will it be televised? And what is the overall vision of your wedding? That's a good question. Um, As of right now,
2: no, it is not going to be televised. I'm pretty certain in saying that it it definitely won't be some sort of bachelor, bachelorette wedding. I know that for sure. Uh Um, I don't. I think I'm still trying to figure out how I want to document this wedding for ourselves. Mm-hmm whether that's having just an incredible videographer or I, I just want this to be people that follow us. We could do it that, you know what I mean? I, just, I don't know what that looks like, but I do want to document in a way that I could share it, you know, please, um, please, please. Just a little something. something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. And that's another thing. Like I have so much to figure out, uh, with wedding planning. But um, I think the vision is we know we want it to be outdoors. Um, I want it to feel I'm I'm huge into florals, So I really do feel like it could be anywhere. And if you have the right florals and the right design, you could literally pop up a wedding anywhere. Um, But I want it to just be really whimsical and beautiful and outdoorsy. And who knows what that looks like? I don't know.
1: (laughs) You mentioned earlier um, that it's not going to be a small wedding. So do you have any idea like the headcount that you're going for? You know how stressed I am about this? Girl, this is the worst um, part. I'm telling you, sorry, but this is the part that causes the most fights. This yeah. is the part, but it's also the part that shows you like who is your ride or die. Like people that you didn't think were going to disappoint you will and people that you didn't think would show up do. It's kind of it's so interesting. It's
2: interesting because it, so in my mind, I'm like I can count like my friends on my hands. Like I can like I have a small circle of people that are really close to me and and I, so in my mind, I'm like, we'll probably do like 150. And Jordan's like, I, we're, we're gonna have so much more than that. I'm like,
1: we are. Do we even know that many people? <laughs> like, I don't know that many people. So, we just on a, a, a recent episode of Betch's Brides uh, talked with two of the girls in the office who are getting married about like how do you cut the guest list or formulate the guest list. And so, I'm gonna ask you a question that we talked about like, oh, what's the criteria for being invited to the wedding? Like, I had, uh-huh. do you have like any rules? like in your head?
2: No, but because, you know, here's the thing. I have a feeling my mom's Persian and you know, they're really into their, their friends and the extended family. And I'm sure that I have like 50 extended family, family members that I've never met that have to be invited to the wedding. I'm sure that's how it's going to be because that is just kind of the culture. And so how does that
1: work? I've never met him. I don't know them, but it's a thing. So I tried to have a rule that I didn't want to be shaking anybody's hand at my wedding, like for the first time, like, like didn't like Mm -hmm. meeting somebody. But I think it's kind of impossible. You know,
2: how do you feel? This is a question I can ask you.
1: What is the rule on plus ones? Oh, girl! Oof. So I'm a savage. Um, it's it's, it's <laughs> no it's, plus ones. It's literally like a law to give your bridesmaids, bridal party plus ones, like regardless of their like dating scenario or whatever. And I told one of my bridesmaids that she couldn't have a plus one because at one of our other friends' weddings, she brought like a Tinder date as oh, her plus yeah. one, and then they broke up the night before, and so she brought a new guy, and we had to hand <laughs> write out his, his 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 like um name card at at the table because she was at the bridal table and I oh was like girl, I was like girl I love you but you have a hit story like we don't want to be like babysitting your date because when you're in the bridal party too you're busy being a bridesmaid so I told That's her funny I said you can invite your brother because he was fabulous and gay but and I didn't have enough uh, room to invite him on my own I was like bring your brother or bust or no one and so yeah. she uh, brought no one and she hooked up with one of the groomsmen you're welcome girl
2: <laughs> that is amazing. So
1: I mean that that's another thing that I don't know. Like if someone has a significant other, obviously that has to be a plus one invite, right? I mean so so, so one school thought is like if they live together then absolutely. But then there's always exceptions to the rule. Like one of my really good girlfriends, her and her girlfriend have been together for four years, but they don't live together. So... Yeah, it's, see, a to think about. Girl, I'm telling you, this is the stuff. What are you the most excited to like spend time on and pick and plan?
2: Okay, the most... I, I think florals, honestly, I don't want to have... Like, I'm the most excited about how that'll come together. I don't know if I'm the most excited about like actively thinking about it but i'm excited to see how it'll come together what are you dreading oh gosh (laughs) everything um what am i dreading i don't know if i'm like dreading anything i feel i think i'm just a little stressed as far as you know i don't have a wedding planner yet are you gonna get one I think I need a wedding planner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need a wedding planner because if we're doing it in California, I don't know the local vendors there. I don't know. You know, I'm also not there all the time to like, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I think I'm just anxious about getting everything in line. Honestly, I'm probably most stressed about the guest list. That's what I'm probably most stressed about because what if I forget about somebody who's really important? Like, um, that's not
1: good. I forgot um, my groom's grandmother at my bridal shower no one told me i totally forgot and it was like a lingerie a lingerie bridal shower so i just kind of (laughs) felt like it was inappropriate but that got me in a fuck ton of trouble um so yeah invitations okay so obviously you're you're gonna have a shower right (laughs) yes um also bachelorette party bachelor bachelorette party what are you thinking I told Jordan the other day I was going to thunder
2: down under, but I'm really not. Um, You should. I was like, I'm just going to go crazy. Um, I honestly, I think I just want to be on a beach. I want spa. I want sun. I want girlfriends. I'm not a big, like, clubber. So, like, I don't need that whole Vegas thing. That's not for me. That is not. I'm so much more happy, like, being at home. So I think a relaxing sort of beach vacation with girlfriends. And then for Jordan, like – the great thing about Jordan, and I don't think a lot of people knew this about him, he is such like a, like his idea of like the best guys night is like going to play golf and then like go into like a little hole in the wall sports bar that like 60 and 70 year olds are in there and like having a beer with his buddy. So he, who knows what he will do, but I have a feeling it's going to involve golf and not a lot of like crazy, like, whats this thing? situations.
1: It's not going to be like a Vegas, like, you know, the hangover. No,
2: I don't think so. And I told him, I'm like, do whatever you want. Like, I could care less. I couldn't care less what you do, but it's just not for him.
1: So he'll probably do some golf trip. He might even do the beach. Who knows? Oh, my God. He's a dream and a half. That's, like, perfect. I just had a... um a listener reach out and ask some advice about her man like having basically a strip club you know bachelor party which is like i mean i get that she didn't love it but it's at the end of the day it's like it's a bachelor party it's like and so she like kind of told him like you can't so he was like i won't and then he lied because she saw his credit card statement so
2: this is my thing on that like do i would i like my my man to go to a strip club definitely not you're not like celebrating it (laughs) right but i and i don't even think he he would find that appealing but on his bachelor party i feel like that's kind of like one of those things that girls get really nervous about like is my guy gonna cheat on me on his bachelor party all his friends are saying i'm like if you are having those thoughts and you're about to marry this guy like maybe we should pump the brakes and reconsider marrying
1: this guy. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So I know. I know. I feel like it's just, it's almost like the loophole of strip clubs. It's like bachelor parties. Yes. They, if they want to, or if their friends push them to, it's like, just do it. Get it out of your system. Um, right. And if you can't trust them there,
0: uh, not a great thing. Not uh, a great thing. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. So, bridal party. So, do you think you have your bridal party fict-
1: uh, picked out? Do you think you know how many bridesmaids you want? Um, let me think.
2: I, like, this is good that we're having this conversation. I have my 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 little notebook here, so I can write down all the decision I'm making as I'm talking to you.
1: Um, <laughs> you heard it here, guys. We are planning JoJo Fletcher's wedding right here, we right are now. Actively doing that
2: as we speak. Um, I don't know. I think that I have like six. Six. Um,
1: you know, ish, six ish. I don't what are the know. Ish. I'm sorry, but I got to know. What are the ish? Like, who are the maybes? What are the what's the criteria?
2: It's not that there's an ish, but like if I have like a select number of people that I would want, but Jordan has more people, I have to add in people so that it's e- even. You know? I agree.
1: I totally agree with that.
2: And so then when you start adding in the ishes, that's when I feel like it gets a little, a little sticky because the ish is there's a lot of
1: ishes. And you don't want to hurt another ish's feeling. Exactly. there's a lot of itches, so Exactly. A little piece of advice, I have to say, is like, you know, having gone to a million weddings, it's like, I really believe it's the bride's day. So as a friend of the bride, I always try to never get my feelings hurt. You know what I mean? Like, I had a girl yeah. who was in my bridal, power, br- bridal party, but she, I was not in hers. And she was like, I'm a dick. And I was like, no, because you have only four bridesmaids. And I have 15,000. So it's like a different, you know, totally, totally. different scenario. So I feel like if the issues get mad at you, those issues be bitches. <laughs> That's a great rule of thumb. <laughs> so don't worry because if someone gets mad at you, they're the asshole. Ultimately, you know. I like it. I need. I need to think like that. I got you, girl. Um. Also, <laughs> how involved? Uh, I know you guys just started planning, but like, can you anticipate? how much of, like, a groomzilla Jordan could potentially be. Uh, the, uh, the
2: only thing that Jordan really cares about, it seems like, is just the dessert bar. And I, I don't really care about that. So he can do whatever he wants there. And I think for the most part, he's going to be like a yes man. And it'll be super easy.
1: But, you know, who knows? I don't know. He always says that he's a yes man, but... We'll see. Well, I want to check back in in like six months and see how it's going. (laughs) We'll do a follow up call. Oh, please, girl. I really, because I I feel like right now it's like bright eyed and bushy tailed. And like, I just, I want to get you when you're like cracking and crying. You know? A downward spiral (laughs) into my hell. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Any thoughts on where you're going to be going on your honeymoon? No,
2: I have no idea. I mean, I I want something tropical. I'm I'm just such a beach girl. But, you know, I don't I don't know location. I, I, what I do know is that Jordan is super traditional in the sense that like he wants to leave for the honeymoon the day after. He doesn't want a week in between. He doesn't he like he wants to get married and then jet set off into, you know, wherever. So, not sure where exactly that'll be,
1: but I know that it'll be probably the very next day. So wherever you're going, it's the very next day. Yep. So much to figure out. Holy (laughs) smoke. Also, do you think you know what your colors are going to be for bridesmaid's dresses? Not a clue. Not a clue. No idea. I
2: think No, literally no idea. I don't think I want anything. I think I want softer tones, though. Nothing like dramatic, nothing harsh. I feel like if I want this to be a very like whimsical sort of feel, I want them to all be very subtle and sort of in the neutral palettes. But I don't know what yet.
1: Um, okay, so you and Jordan, um, you've been in business and working together, you know, on a daily basis. Um, yes. <laughs> do you think that that's helped you prepare for the wedding, ultimately?
2: You know what? I People kind of always joked with us when we first got together and they knew I, you know, was into renovating houses. They always warned me. They said, the first way to break up with your significant other is to renovate a home together. <laughs> And the second way to end any successful relationship is to go into business together. So them together. Just, <laughs> and we just merged them together and decided to do both. Oh. And I really, I really do think though that we went through filming the whole cast ride. Right? We've gone through working together on top of each other 24 seven and we did not kill each other and we actually had a blast doing it. So I really do think through that it's helped our communication. It's kind of given us that little nudge to be like, Hey, We can get through anything. So I think that it has helped sort of kind of nudge us into, you know, being able to communicate about things better and starting to plan the wedding and being kind of more
1: on the same page. So, I would say so. I'm surprised we didn't kill each other. Well, that's I, I feel like that's a really good sign because, like, ultimately, a business, a business, a wedding kind of feels like running a business, right? It's like it's like for one big day. It's almost like putting on like I don't know a Broadway show for just 24 totally. hours. And so I feel like, and this is something that people, I mean, obviously, especially Betches Brides, because we're very real about the whole process. We talk a lot about like the money spending around a wedding, but something that you know I think is important. Is finances, you know, like even after the wedding? So, do you think? So, do you think things change when a couple's finances become intertwined? Because that's like a big part of getting married that no one really talks about. I, it, you're so right,
2: and I'll, and I will be honest: for the first two two and a half years of our relationship, Jordan and I never talked about finances. Really, we never talked. about We didn't really like I didn't I kind of obviously knew like, you know, what his financial situation was. He kind of knew what mine, but we never sat down and kind of had this conversation because I think and I don't think a lot of couples do because it's kind of a very uncomfortable thing to talk about at first. Yes. And you never really know how to break through that conversation. We just recently actually met with a Northwestern mutual financial advisor and kind of had this sort of couple conversation financial conversation for the very first time. And I will tell you what, it was the best way to do it. So having this advisor that sort of navigated the conversation and asked us questions that we didn't even ever really think about, like what's going on in our life right now? You know, we just bought a house. We started a business together. We're getting married. Um, Okay. Now what does next year look like? Now, what do you want to happen in five years? Like what are the things you're doing today that you want to continue to do, but also We should start saving for our future. And so honestly, meeting with that advisor from Northwestern Mutual totally made me so much more confident in like what finances will look like as a couple. And I would recommend it to anybody who is maybe engaged or newly married, because if you don't talk about your finances and actually have that conversation, I feel like you're not setting yourself up in the way that you should To starting a marriage, so have that conversation. It puts you in a way better place, Um, and honestly, it was the best best thing for Jordan and I. And it kind of broke the ice on that kind of uncomfortable topic. Mm
1: -hmm. Also, are they helping you figure out how much money you can budget out for your wedding?
2: And one of the main things we talked about with our Northwestern advisor is that we we know what kind of wedding we want to have. We know what kind of honeymoon we want to have. So they're sort of helping us navigate you know, what's a good, you know, area to spend on where we can save and just we're in the initial sort of conversation of getting all this info together, but it's been more than helpful. So I'm really glad that we're able to kind of do that and then start planning really.
1: Um, I think it's so smart and I think it's so important. I'm happy we had this conversation because we haven't really talked about that aspect on the podcast and it is, it's, it's imperative. It really is.
2: Well, people say like, you know, divorce rates are still high. And one of the leading reasons for divorce is finances still. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's something that people are scared to talk about, but it's it's something that couples need to sort of approach. And so. I'm glad that we did it.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have one more listener question, and then we're going to play some games and give some advice and stuff like that. So, um, at Savannah H. Sargent wants to know, did the Bachelors and – oh, I'm sorry. Do the Bachelorettes get to select or pre-approve the rings the final men choose for them? Ooh, No, you don't. What? That's crazy.
2: I had no clue what, what they were looking at. Um, In the beginning of the season, producers kind of asked, like, so what is your style, you know? And I told them I like, you know, an oval. I wasn't really sure. I knew I wanted it to be pretty simple and dainty. But Jordan told me that when he was shown the options for the rings, there was only one ring that was an oval. And the rest were all totally not my style. So in a way, it made his choice obviously very easy. But in another
1: way, they really didn't give us a whole lot to work with. (laughs) That's so crazy. Um, And also, I mean, thinking about your wedding and you guys, you're very much in the public eye. So is it difficult to plan your wedding and make it like somewhat of a private event, especially with me sitting here questioning you on every single detail of your wedding?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? I I don't have this weird thing about needing to be like super private, you know, like I think I I, I like being able to share our life. It's kind of what we fell into after the show. People followed our relationship. They, they want to know what's going on, and I love that. So I'm not weird about, like, all these private little details. I think the one thing that obviously I, you know, both Jordan and I were really kind of, like, firm on was that we didn't want our wedding to be a produced event. That was not what we wanted. We didn't want, you know, random Bachelor Nation people that we've never even met (laughs) showing up and crashing the party. We didn't want to do, you know, interviews in between our vows. Like, no, that is not what I want. So that's the one thing that I I think that we both didn't want. But it's not really like it's going to be a private day. It's going to be totally us and exactly what we want. But I think we do want to share things about our wedding because I think people want to see that and we
1: want to share that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and speaking of the wedding day itself, and you seem very like you, you have like a very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I feel like you're going to be like a total like low key chill bride. I don't see you being like super <laughs> bride either. <laughs> but with that being said, how important is it to you that everything is perfect on the day of your wedding?
2: I think the one piece of advice that I've gotten from, you know, my, my brother, my sister, everyone that's kind of been married, that's close to me is that on the, and I think this is one thing that I've taken true to heart is that when when it comes to your wedding on your wedding day, you can do whatever you want leading up to it. But on that day, like, let it go, you know, let it go, take a breath, drink your mimosa, enjoy your time with your friends and just let things fall into place without stressing about it. So You know, in my mind, I have stressed about so many things in my life. I've stressed about finishing design projects. I've stressed about, you know, relationships. I've stressed about so many things. And what I've always learned is that everything always falls into place. Yep. And so
1: taking that in with me so that brings us to our game that we play every single episode it's called bridezilla or bride chilla okay so you're pretty much a chilla right now so i'm gonna give you a scenario and you're gonna tell me in this fantasy scenario if you would flip the fuck out or if you would just like let it go and be like soup zen okay all right cool okay so he puts the football jersey on over his tux to take the wedding pictures oh fuck no no what (laughs) what Kay. I would not be cool with that. So you would pride Zilla his ass?
2: I would say, uh, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> let's take our photos first and then you can have your one little funny photo. That's fine.
1: Okay, okay. I have to say, I agree. That would not, I would not like let that one just like slide off. No big deal. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, next is the best man or maid of honor refuses to give a speech. Um, bummer,
2: but like, whatever. I'm sure other people will talk about you know, whatever. So bride Chilla. I'll be fine. I mean, would I be stoked? Uh no, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Chilla. See- I'm I'm normally a total monster on this one but I have to go with you with the chilla because I feel like there are some people that get such insane stage fright like I was my sister's maid of honor and having that speech like it ruined the whole day like until I gave the speech I was not well (laughs) do you know what I mean and I talk for a living so if I'm nervous I can't even imagine I'd rather
2: them not totally choke up there and then just have someone else take over
1: you know whatever Oh, and also like when someone who really sucks at public speaking speaks it's so uncomfortable Comfortable,
2: And it's just, it drags on sometimes. You're like, when is this going to
1: end? I know, right? Oh, God. I never <laughs> want to give a speech ever again in my entire life. So I'm, I'm with you. It, it would be a bummer, but it's like a bride chilla. And then last yes. but not least, your husband, who you met in college, wants your college's mascot at the wedding. <laughs> oh, my.
2: I don't think I would marry a guy that was that into his alma mater's, alma mater's mascot. But, um... <laughs> Uh, wait, the, the, the mascot just attends the wedding? I'm confused. Where is the mascot? Maybe even the mascot like runs out during your first dance. I don't really know. Oh my God. Um, here's the thing. If I did, if I knew about it, I would be a bridezilla about it. If I didn't know about it, I'd, I'd totally laugh it off. I like, this is ridiculous, but kind of funny.
1: Okay. So that's, so just sneak it in there guys. If you want your mascot there on your wedding day. Yeah. You just got to sneak it in. <laughs> I'm going to say Bridezilla. <laughs> like, Bridezilla. Yeah, I mean, I'd put my foot down if I had a chance. But if I didn't, I might throw a fit. I might, like, go in the corner and cry just for a little bit, you know? <laughs> Be one of those brides. And now it's time for Bride into My DMs, sponsored by Brideside. Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids' dresses and soon bridal gowns. Visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in NYC Chicago or Charlotte. So you guys can always submit questions to us, and we will uh, try to answer them the best of our capabilities. And also, if you want to be anonymous, please let us know you want to be anonymous, because we know that weddings are, you know, delicate, and they can cause, I don't know, fights between friends and family. And if you want us to shout out your handle, uh, yeah, just like leave it as is, and we'll be all good. So this one's actually from anonymous. So it's very important you guys let us know if you don't want us to read your uh, handle. So here we go. Jojo, are you ready? I'm so ready, girl. Okay. My future mother-in-law wants to host a second bridal shower for me since she and her friends are from quote unquote out of town, but they only live an hour away. Should I put my foot down and tell them to drive an hour to the shower or go out of my way to let her throw me a second shower for her friends who I don't have any relationship with?
2: Ooh. Tough. Tough. That's tough because an hour is not that big of a deal.
1: That's not out of um, town. If you don't have to get into like a, like an airplane, you can do it.
2: Oh, gosh. How So this is how I would handle the situation? Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I would first obviously have the conversation with my future mother-in-law and say it would mean so much. If we could just do one, it would mean so much more. I'd love to have everyone together. Really try to push up the fact that you want all the people that mean the most to you in one space to celebrate this one time. And if she still pushes back, I mean, I think you just take one for the team and you just let her throw
1: you one. This I, is, mean, I mean, th- I, I think your advice is spot on. This is like makes I mean, I want to I want to strangle her mother in law because <laughs> she's making it. This is this is what a lot of people do during weddings is they make it about them and not totally the bride and groom. Yeah, you know, and, see, I, and I'm probably way too chill. And I don't I, I hate confrontation.
2: So that's my thing. So I'd rather just, you know, be annoyed secretly, then start off my marriage with some weird sort of tension with my future mother-in-law.
1: So here's where I am. I'm like, I'm debating, I'm going back and forth on a like emotional and mental seesaw. So I'm like, number one, if you give in, which I feel like it is the path of least resistance, and so I'm with Jojo, where I'm like, this is your mother-in-law, pick and choose your battles. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's one extra day out of, like, your schedule ultimately, and you don't have to make, like, all your bridal party, and even, like, your family come to, like, the second one, because clearly This is just a party that the mother-in-law is throwing for herself and her friends. Um, You're just literally like, you're literally like the bride on the top of the cake. Just, Just like show up and do your job. But at the same time, I worry that if she doesn't like draw a line in the sand and set a boundary, her mother-in-law is going to run roughshod, not just all over this wedding, Ooh. but all over her life. Like, where does it end? You know, so I feel like where does it end? weddings are really good times to set boundaries, but they're also bad times to set boundaries because everyone's emotions are so freaking high. So I guess it depends how much money she's contributing to the wedding. That's- <laughs> it's, all, it's all conditional. Okay. Yep. It, I, I think we have a, like a saying here at Betcha's Brides, which is uh, if you want to have an opinion, then you have to pay. It's that simple that's so good. <laughs> so, I'm going to So what s- would you do? Oh god. Well, I'm a bitch, girl. So I would throw down with my mother-in-law <sighs> to be. Um oh I'm, tr- I'm honestly though i'm trying to think right now because i'm thinking to like like when i was married i'm divorced but now like i'm gonna get i'm definitely gonna get engaged my girlfriend and we're gonna get married and i love her family like so 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 much and so if her mom like was being like if her mom requested this yes it's a little annoying because like it would actually work out because my girlfriend's family lives in philly um mm-hmm. so it's an hour and a half from new york and so i could see you know Maybe her saying, could you guys just come to Philly for a second one? And honestly, I think it comes down to this. If you adore your mother-in-law to be, you just do her the yeah. favor, you know, yeah. you know, but I don't know. You know what? This is a tough one. It's really but a
2: hard one. I think at the end one. of the day, you take the path of least resistance. You keep everything jolly until shit really goes down, and yeah,
1: because it will. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you want to collect those little gold coins in your pocket, you know, for the war yep. that's about to go down. Yep. Um, and then definitely have a talk with your soon uh, husband or wife to be about, you know, the fact that. This is like a get out of jail free card one time, but like if this becomes a pattern that they're going to have to talk to their parents.
2: Oh gosh. I feel like this is a topic that causes so much rift in relationships. Yep. Ooh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. Well yet. We'll see. I don't think <laughs> I fingers crossed, I haven't had to yet and I don't have to, but
1: Do you think your family's gonna be pretty easygoing?
2: I think Jordan's family is the most easygoing. I think my family is very easy easygoing, except for my mom, my mother, and I love her to death. I love her to death,
1: but she, you know, she she has opinions. She has opinions. <laughs> well, just remind her if you want to have an opinion, you got to me money. <laughs> you got to pay, mom. No, she's the best. She she like just that I told her that we were going dress shopping,
2: and she just started crying. So I'm Uh-oh. like, God, this is sweet. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it doesn't it get annoying that so many people want to be involved. Yes, but it's flattering. You know, oh, it's like
2: I would never have I would do nothing
1: without my like, I, I want my mother involved in all this stuff. So it's okay. <laughs> I know. And you need her there for there for emotional support. I mean, trust. Totally, She's like gonna be a human tissue. In a good she way. Is. In a good way. Yes. yes. Jojo, thank you so much for hanging out with this girl. Thank you. This was so fun, guys. I know, and Georgia, I'm just letting you know, you have an open invitation if you want to like check back in, and, like you know when things start to go. I don't know. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pray for you. Oh they don't go wrong. Have bad juju on me. <laughs> <laughs> but just if shit happens, you know we're here. We're we're here for you. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, guys, check out uh, JoJo's show. Uh, it's on CNBC. It's called Cash Pad. It's adorable, by the way. Thank you. Could you guys be any fucking cuter? The answer is no. <laughs> the answer thank is you. no. And also, like, oh, we're just so excited that you guys set the date. And we can't wait to watch uh, all your wedding activities unfold. I will keep everyone posted. <laughs> JoJo, thank you so much, sweetie. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye, girl. Bye. Bye. Thank you. And guys, don't forget to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That's how you pay us. And show us your love. And also, can we get a five-star rating? Thank you very much. You guys, that's it for us this week. And we will be back next week with another fantastic bridal and wedding pod. See you then.
0: Betches.